What's up guys? Quick little rant here, maybe three or four minutes. I'm going to be talking about the importance of systems and, uh, and, and really how I handle a problem when a problem arises. So um, for me, I've been noticing that I, I've had these, these issues in the past where a system would pop up and I'm pretty quick on my feet. I could fix the problem and move on and everything's perfect. But what would happen is it would not necessarily pop up again, but something similar to it would pop up again. And that's when I began to realize that once I, uh, once I put a system in place, not only is it going to fix the, the problem at hand, but if it's a, a, a well-developed system, it should almost fall into like a genre. So when those problems pop up again or something similar to it, the system should be able to uh, mitigate and then obviously, uh, um, you know, hopefully negate the issue at hand. So, so that's one of the things that that I've learned. When, I, when it comes to, uh, to solving problems initially, I look at it as, you know, you always have to find the positive that's coming out of the, 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 the problem that's arising. For me, the positive is developing a system. The positive is trying to get a better understanding as to why uh, this problem has occurred and then, and then to do everything I can to make sure it doesn't occur down the road. And obviously to, to find the category in which it falls into so that the system that I put in place can uh, at least be a precursor to, to, to what the new system might be for the new problem that pops up, or maybe that system is specifically designed to help uh, with any future problems as well. So, um, quick little one right there, man. What was that, two minutes? Not even. Uh, long story short, do what you can when a problem comes up to figure out why that problem came up, and then do what you can to make sure that however you're, you're handling that problem, you're doing everything possible to put something in place, to make sure it doesn't come up again, and then to make sure that that system can then be replicated amongst other people too. Because if you're working in a management position or a lead position, the the, the problems are gonna be consistent, right? Like, you're gonna see consistency because you're looking over multiple people. So if one person has the problem and then you see 10 other people, most likely if you're seeing the, those same 10 people having that same problem, you have to put a system in place. It's You have to, to, to find a way to say, what need? What can I do that can be spread across everyone? Not only that, if you're in a lead position, you unless you're at the, the bottom tier of the lead position, even then you still have someone you'll go to. But if you're at a, at a high management position, you're always going to have someone who's who's immediately your number two. You need them to know the system too, because they should be able to put that system in place better than you can, because they're the ones who are seeing it day in and day out. On paper, you're going to say it. It's going to look beautiful. It's going to come out of your mouth smooth as butter, but it's not going to be the same for the person who's who's administering the system now. Your number two isn't gonna be able to put that forward um, if they don't know exactly, exactly what it is that you wanna do uh, and, 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 and how you're gonna go about doing that. So all I can recommend is, is make sure you get a good understanding as to what the problem is, make sure you're doing everything you can to put in a solid system, and then make sure that that system is, is uh, you know replicatable across the board so that everyone can, uh, can follow along. So speaking of systems, I, uh, today kind of put together this little thing in my head. Uh, I heard it somewhere. I'm sure that if you looked it up, you'd find that it's definitely not me who came up with it. Uh, but it talks about how the company structure should be designed to let people know their importance and then their potential inside of the company and then their, their, their opportunity as well. So um, the, the, the upfront perspective of it is when you look at any job, any, any company out there, any job, the, the baseline of this pyramid is compensation. So if you're gonna talk about what's, what's my potential inside of this company, your, your, your hiring per, uh, person 
will say, well, this is how much you're going to make, right? So compensation starts and ends with initial pay and then how much you can make down the road. So the reason why I bring this up is because a lot of people think that growth is the same thing as end game income, right? So you're going to start making 30,000 a year and in five years you could be making 48,000 a year. That's not growth. That's still compensation. The way you move yourself up the tier and up the pyramid is to understand what the middle and top part of the pyramid stand for. So the way that that works is you go from compensation to recognition to then growth, or you could label it as career path. Now, the reason why compensation and career path or growth are the same thing but different is because of what lies in the middle. I can tell you what your career path is or what your potential uh, financial growth is going to be, but what I can't do is guarantee you recognition, right? Like that, that should be a fundamental baseline of any company, but a lot of companies lack that ability to recognize the people that work for them. And that, that's really how you separate growth and compensation. That's why it's also the most important part of this pyramid because compensation is compensation, but growth is you've been recognized and because you've been recognized, you're going to get paid more or you're going to get some kind of an incentive or you're going to get some kind of a bonus. At the end of the day, that recognition, not only does it, does it make you feel important around the other employees and, and, and coworkers, it makes you feel important to yourself. And then in most cases, which it should, it leads to an increase in pay. Um, a lot of companies will give growth, financial growth without recognition. And then it starts to fall into that weird category where you feel that someone's getting paid for doing something that you don't even know what they're doing. In my opinion, if someone's getting paid more than you, they should have at one point been doing what you were doing. Companies that hire from within are phenomenal at doing that. Companies that hire from a, the outside, I'm not by any means saying you can't hire someone who gets paid more than me from the outside, but they better damn well know how to do what I'm currently doing right now and what everyone else below me is doing right now. Because if not, I see no reason why I'm gonna give them respect because respect and recognition go hand in hand. I need to be able to recognize to myself what it is about this person and why they're getting paid more than me and have a higher level of superiority than me and authority than I do. And the only way you do that is if, is if the person above them is openly letting everyone recognize what they're doing to be in that position or that person is letting you recognize why they're in that position by making you feel important. A leader can very well make someone below them feel important through recognition by allowing them to feel that what they're doing is important and then it recognizes that person, the higher up person, the leader, as being a leader because he's bringing the people that aren't at his level up and it also shows other people that he or she is going to do what they can to make you feel important and make you feel that when you do something good, you're going to be recognized. When you get recognized, it motivates you. And if it doesn't, then you have to understand what your motivational factors are. Your leader needs to as well. So I'm not saying everyone's easy to be, can easily be motivated. What I'm saying is that if someone comes in and their intent is to grow financially, most likely they have something else that drives them. The leader needs to find that. If they can't find that, either the leader isn't doing a good job at finding it or maybe that person is just simply motivated by money. Then what you do is you give them tasks and those tasks then have an immediate 
um, uh, turnaround for money. They get money off of that, and then they should be doing better and be more efficient and making you more money. But if they're not, then you just find somebody else. But at the end of the day, the best way to get someone to stay in a company and to get someone to, to stay a part of a team and have the team player attitude and team player mindset is through recognition. The compensation is always going to be there because we need money to live. Uh, and then the, the growth is, is only going to be sustainable if recognition comes before it.